Hello, and welcome back to the Inside Out Interpersonal Transformation Podcast with your host, Tommy Acerno, where I am partnering with corporate professionals who want to stop that fight or flight attitude and response to those uh, difficult people at work, the stressful relationships at work, and show up more calm, more cool, and by doing so, attract much, much more success. Thank you. It's so great to have you back here. And where I thought we'd start off today is uh, actually in the the core topic of what this whole podcast is all about, that fight or flight. What is with that? What is behind that fight or flight response? What does that even look like? Well, it shows up in a lot of different ways. You can think of flight as any time we're avoiding something. Now, this can be as, as innocuous and, and as simple as even procrastination. It could be uh, taking a long time to reply to an email to that difficult relationship that you have at work. Uh, it could be avoiding meetings, canceling meetings, uh, these kinds of things. Anytime you're slowing yourself down from taking action, that is a form of flight. So it's very subtle. You know, it's not like we're we're literally running away from our office if you're at the office right now, or if it's like we're running away from your your Zoom window uh, per se. Uh, and, and that's what we're talking about. No, it's, it's not necessarily, necessarily a physical flight. It's an attitude of flight. And that flight is all about avoidance. What about the fight? Well, this is where our attitude is centered and focused on conflict, on defiance, on, on, uh, uh, using either we can use the emotion of anger or frustration or control. We're painting things very polarized. Like it's either right or wrong or black or white there, you'll notice this kind of attitude when it just feels like you you have really only two options, right? There's that famous saying, it's either my way or the highway. We might be thinking that. We might be thinking about that, and that's okay. We all do that. That's And the reason we do both of these things is because we have this sensation that things are not right. <laughs> things are not right at work. Things are not right in the relationships. And so what we found is by either avoiding them, sometimes they go away, hence that works, or if we fight, we can fight to make it change, to make it right, so that finally we can start to feel better. So both of these strategies are very legit, and they've been around for a very, very long time. The downside is, is it doesn't attract success. It pushes people away. It pushes our engagements away. It pushes our our relationships, our ability and, and opportunity to actually be able to not only a compromise, but to truly collaborate and partner with the people that we are working with, to partner with these people who feel like they're difficult right now or who feel like um, it, it's a stressful relationship right now. And again, this is this could absolutely be with your current leadership, your current boss, doesn't have to be, but it likely is. Um, when you think about who's a difficult person uh, that you're working with right now, it's probably your boss. Uh, it could be a peer and it even could be a direct report. That's okay. Regardless, we gotta start with this awareness of when we are fighting or flying from that relationship in some way, which again comes in that form of, of avoidance, like not really going into it, not really wanting to engage or engaging very much at all, or when we are engaging, it's very limited in its, in its scope, meaning there's, a little, there's little tolerance for other options. It's either my way or the highway, one way, two way. It's very polarizing. There are only really two options. So what do we do about this? How do we, how do we shift from this into a, a more successful approach? Well, I'm gonna talk about that just in a minute, but I wanna talk a little bit more about what it means to uh, 
to to have this fight or flight experience and where that really even comes from. Again, I already I just talked about how it can be successful for us. Where it really comes from tends to come from a couple places. Number one, I like to call this the mirror. And what the mirror means, what the mirror is all about is that uh, you see a trait or a behavior in someone else that reminds you of a part of yourself that you do not like. So for example, uh, I have I had a client, we'll, we'll call this person Sam, that I was working with. And Sam was talking about uh, just feeling nervous about an upcoming presentation, not really feeling fully engaged and, and ready to go. And so I asked, you know, what, what do you think about when you think about delivering this presentation? And Sam told me about how, you know, when they gave presentations in the past, they would see people who were like smiling and shaking their head as if, you know, this, and then the interpretation behind that is that, well, they, they, I don't know what I'm talking about. They think I'm an idiot. And so there are all these kind of stories that start to start to started to pop up for Sam. And so I was like, well, Sam, how do you feel when you see people smile and shake their head like that? And they said, I, I feel like it's rude. I feel like it's extremely rude. If you're listening to a presentation that, that someone would behave that way. And so then I stopped and I paused and, and I asked this question. I said, okay, Sam, so this might seem out of left field, but tell me about a time when you felt like you were being rude and Sam's face just completely changed. Uh, this little smile kind of opened up and Sam said, well, actually there was this one time when I was really rude to this person at a store and it was like a detailed memory, like Sam did not hold back. There were every specific of that memory we dove into because it was very, uh, it was very pronounced. It was a very strong memory in in Sam's history. And so, uh, by reflecting on that, Sam realized, like, yeah, I have been rude in the past. And so, when I see others being rude, that's triggering. That triggers me as well. So, if you notice yourself having some kind of fight or flight response to difficult people at work, to stressful relationships at work, start to ask yourself. What is it you're seeing in that other person? What behaviors are you seeing? How do you feel when you when you experience or you observe those behaviors? And then you can ask yourself, when have I acted the same way? When have I done the exact same thing? And we do it, of course, with compassion. We're, this is not about beating ourselves up. That is not productive at all. This is all about awareness. Being aware of how uh, your your mind is interpreting and working with other people. Because other people do things and they say things, and we pick up on that, both consciously and subconsciously. And I'll talk more about that in a little bit throughout these episodes. Uh, but for right now, just know, how is this a mirror? If you're feeling that fight or flight reaction to some difficult, stressful relationship at work, ask yourself first, how is this a mirror? What are they reflecting about me that I don't really necessarily am very proud of about myself? And again, Let's be compassionate to ourselves. Let's use this as a tool for awareness because once you're aware of that, guess what? It actually starts to diffuse it. Once you're aware, it's like, oh, you know, like Sam, if Sam sees someone do something that they think is rude, then Sam knows like, oh, that's my own inner rudeness that's being triggered right now. And now we can work with that. That's energy that we can manage. The other thing, the other uh, contributing factor that seems to trigger or pull forward our fight or flight response 
to relationships is around values. Now, some of us have done a lot of values values work and some of us have not. And that's totally fine. Values, though, are really important because these are the things that make us tick. These are what really drive a lot of our decisions and our behaviors. And if we are aware of our values, what we'll start to see throughout life is that when we're feeling that fight or flight response, usually what this means is that some value of yours is either being threatened or not being honored. So if on the one hand, we have the mirror, right? There's a, there's a part of ourselves that we're not all that proud of that's being reminded of. And then we have this value side. And let's say you value uh, uh, respect or you va value timeliness or you value uh, integrity or you value um, autonomy and self-sufficiency. Any of these things, when you see people honoring those values, that will naturally lift you up. You'll feel an alignment and a harmony. And just look about your life. Start to think about what's really important to you in terms of values. And you'll see what people tend to resonate with that and lift you up. Now think about those other people in your life, especially at work, where uh, it feels like there's a misalignment there. Maybe you're observing your, your boss, your, your peer, your colleague, your direct report display a, a value that's opposite of yours. So say integrity is really important to you and, and you have a, a colleague or maybe a boss or senior leadership who, who seems to be doing something that's out of integrity. Well, for you, that's going to have quite a mark. That's going to really, um, I like to say tickle. <laughs> it's going to tickle that value and, and it's going to bring it to the surface and, and highlight that for you. And you're going to feel that energetically and that's what will influence and that will feed this attitude of avoidance, flight, or fight, defiance fighting, anger, frustration, rage even. All of these are all are elements of this fight or flight attitude. So if you're aware then of your values, the very first thing you can do then is start to own them, start to take responsibility for them. If someone else is not honoring one of your values, that is on them. That is on them. Now, is there an opportunity to influence that and change that? Absolutely. And we'll completely cover that in this podcast as the series goes on. But for right now, recognize who owns what. Where does this energy go? Where does this, where does this values energy go? Who's the, whose responsibility is this? Your values are yours. Your values are yours. And you always have the opportunity to decide how you want to honor them. You have the opportunity to decide how you want to respond when that value is not being honored in some way. You're going to take it out on that person? That's more of that fight response, and it's totally valid. <laughs> it's a very normal thing to do. It's how we protect things. That's the energy of that fight. It's, it's so that we can protect uh, ourselves and protect ourselves and, and protect others and protect what's really important to us, like our values. Our values are very important. I mean, they make us, that's what drive us. These are the things that make us tick. So we, we have a natural inclination to want to protect them. Now, that's not the only way. That's not the only response. We can actually step up a little higher and say, you know what, I'm just going to take responsibility for my values. And if I notice that they are not being honored in some way, I'm going to own that. If I, if I recognize they are being honored in some way, I'm going to own that too. Bring that scope of responsibility and that sense and what I call awareness back to yourself. You are a treasure trove of wisdom and knowledge and information. This is what so few of us actually take the time to do is reflect on ourselves, to be aware of ourselves. 
Because by doing that, we start to learn so much about who we are, about how we tick. And if we're interested at all in change, like for example, if you're listening to this, that suggests that you have an interest in maybe stopping that fight or flight response to difficult people at work. And you want to show up a different way. You want to show up more calm and cool and content. And you want to attract more success into your role and in these relationships. Well, we're not going anywhere without awareness. You have to be aware of what you're experiencing. Not every single minute little detail, but the big stuff. <laughs> Let's start with the big stuff. What is that one mirror that seems to be most triggering for you? What is that one value that seems to be the most triggering for you? And start there. Start there and just be aware of it. And a lot of people, and then and then it's like, well, what do you do with this? What do you do with this awareness? You can do so many different things with it. A lot of people journal about it. It's like, oh, you know, my my integrity value got totally tickled or triggered again today. Um, oop, that mirror of rudeness got, you know, like in Sam's case, got triggered again today. And we can journal about this and start to grow that awareness because if we shine that light of awareness on it, it naturally starts to, what I say, diffuse that energy. Or again, this is interpersonal transformation. It's going to transform that energy. Because if we're, say, taking a flight response, we're going to avoid that part of ourselves. If we're taking that fight response, we're going to beat ourselves up internally in our minds and in our hearts. Again, effective, but very costly and not the only way. So start with that awareness of yourself of your mirrors, of your values. And simply, again, you can you can uh, uh, journal them. You can put it on a little post-it note and throw it away. Uh, I've, I've done that as well. Uh, there are a lot of different things that we can do to simply start to track and bring awareness of how we are showing up. And then again, naturally, that'll start to transform the energy. And then Later on in future episodes, we'll talk more about what do we do, what do we do with that energy? How do we move forward? So, uh, if uh, if you're if you're wanting to learn a little bit more about uh, not only this fight or flight attitude that we have with difficult people and stressful relationships at work, and how to tune into more of that calm and that cool and that connectedness, that contentment, uh, and and honestly, I've seen it as I've worked with people by doing this work, we start to unlock even more enthusiasm even more passion. And yes, I know all these are, are, are hot words and, and, and they sound very sizzly and that's not my intention. My intention is to start to really describe what this experience is like when we're genuinely attracting success with our energy, when we're attracting success with our, um, with our attitudes and we're shifting from the way things were to the way things we want them to be and do it in a very sustainable way. Um, that's how we attract that more cool, that more calm, that content, that control, that enthusiasm, and that passion. And this is what I experience in my life day to day, and this is what I've seen my clients experience. So if you want to learn more about this process and how, I, how I've been able to support others and make that transformation, uh, head on over to my website, www.interpersonaltransformation.com. Again, that's www.interpersonaltransformation.com. And I have a webinar there that it's only 20 minutes long and it'll walk you through uh, these three different approaches, these three ways that people, that you can start to shift from uh, any fight or flight attitudes that you're experiencing at work right now with those stressful relationships, with those difficult people and start to attract more success. So again, head on over to www.interpersonaltransformation.com. Thank you so much for listening and I look forward to talking to you all again. Ciao.